girls all straight And while I made love to every one of them I was thinking about the world hot wings How is it that I can't have so much straight sex While two dudes are oppressed, not gay For having sex, not gay Or putting on a wedding dress, I assume I don't really know that much about it Beef jerky tastes good Politics are important And if girls want to have sex with me Cause I said this, so be it and gay I'm not a hero, I'm just speaking the truth I'm not a hero, don't call me a hero Beer, hoagie, sweatpants, not gay Yeah, not a hero, titties, not gay Trump's all predator, flying kicks, not gay, big watch, not gay, missionary, one love, gym socks, none, chuck a not gay, light a fluid HD, ninja world, peace, four wheel drive, gay, marriage, love, beef, free love, golf club, two guys, not gay, rainbow, muff, dive, hobby, milk, chalk, pen, not gay, drum solo, port, time, see, say, sex, one, I'm push-ups, littered, skittered, Oh my god. It's so fucking good. Not the not the not gay. Chicken wigs. Like sports gets me. It's sports. Well, just how it's like randomly thrown in there too. And like how every time they cut away to the camera, it's just so we can be like, not gay. Right. It's very fuck you, Magomore. Yes, for sure. That's so great. I do love Magomore though. He's a guilty pleasure. That's all right. Hey, no harm done. We've all got those. That's fine. I have a lot. It's all right. Hey, hey, friends. Hey, hey everybody. Hey, 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 hey. What's up? Hey. How Did you start d- recording? Uh, I maybe recorded through that entire song. <laughs> Great. Great. Now everyone's gonna listen to a choppy phone. Yeah, I think. Uh, but it's okay because it's not gay. Yeah, as long as it's not gay. Sports. It's fine. Sports. Uh, speaking of gay. Uh, Sports. <laughs> There's no. This is a perfect segue. Speaking oh, of so right. homosexuals. Mm-hmm. We have Taylor here. <laughs> hey, wait. All to right. talk about Hannibal. That's <laughs> okay. Okay. Now it came there back. There we go. Now it came back. We completed the sentence and it well, was <laughs> accurate. Oh, you didn't like my convenient dramatic pause? I love it. It was very good. It was very good. Was well, yes. Hi, friends. Hey, welcome back once again to the Millennium Fandom. Oh, uh, awesome. Awesome. Super awesome. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, I am Mike Bubbers. I am with, Kat. With my co-host, Kat Carter. Yeah. Katja. 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 And of course, we're here with uh, this wonderful one over here, uh, Taylor Goodine. Yeah. Hi. Tasty Cakes. Hello, I'm back. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, you I are. I, I yeah, thought maybe batch. maybe I'd made fun of you too many times the last time. No. Uh, <laughs> no. You wouldn't want me back, so no, I really appreciate fine. it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, we're fun. all fine here. <laughs> He's been in therapy the last couple of years. It got pretty dark a couple yeah. times. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, Taylor called me tall. <laughs> it's not said, true. Said something about how I liked IPAs. <laughs> That's that is true. It's true. It's unfortunate. Oh. Wow. Hey, hey. Wow. Wow. Since you're right. So, it's, it's two no, against one. No, 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 no. no since, since we're talking about drinks, uh-huh. uh, both Kat and I are drinking two women from New Glarus Brewing Love here it. here in Wisconsin. One of uh, faves. But uh, since we're ripping on the IPAs, hey, uh, good night. What are you drinking? I, over yeah, the show fuck me there? that. Show me that leg you have to stand on. I don't fucking want to be drinking this. This is a fun little joke that's for my bullsh- friends. No, that's uh, bullshit. You were like, hold on, I know what I'm drinking. Went to the fridge to get it. Yep. Oh yeah. Like in a in a hurry. It's it's we're calling it a Heineken. It's a very small can of Heineken, uh, and it has zero alcohol in it. That's that's all <laughs> I know about it. I haven't tried it yet. It came to me in a Fab Fit Fun box. 
You know what's yeah. fab? It came to me in a fever dream. A tiny Tynekin. Yeah. Tynekin. Mm-hmm. Like it literally. Like what is that? Six ounces. Yeah, it's like almost nothing. Oh, that's bad. Does it, does it at least <laughs> taste like Heineken? I kinda, but also kinda not. Okay, would you like Try a it. would you like a real beverage? Yeah, maybe I would. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> the bit is Here. over. Here. Literally, yeah. Jesus. I'm glad that I could open that for a bit because otherwise I, I wasn't ever going to open it. <laughs> it tastes like well, the can it came in. Yeah, dude. You, <laughs> Bubs, you gotta try. It straight oh, up just tastes right. like aluminum can. It, yeah, it's really quite bad. It's staying with me right now. It's not even like, it doesn't even taste carbonated. I mean... It almost no. Do you want some metal? It tastes in your mouth? so malty. It does. It almost tastes like a. Uh, I don't know where to pass it. Um, no one. It. <laughs> it almost tastes like a seltzer. Yeah. Like, but light. Like, if Lacroix made a seltzer, that's kind of what it would taste. Like. <laughs> Lacroix it was a beer flavored seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> made by Lacroix. The longer it sits in your mouth, the more just like malty it tastes, and it feels like they put that in like. They just took water, made it carbonated, and put malt flavoring in it, and that's what they're calling the <laughs> no-alcohol beer. Yeah. Um, can I have someone open this and have it be sonically awful? Absolutely, you have absolutely to cut out? not. No. Yeah. Like, that, this is your punishment. Take my now. whole key ring. <laughs> Take it. I live with Emily now. <laughs> well, so, mm. hey, friends, we're here uh, once again. Uh, actually, at the same table that recorded uh, the last podcast, which That's was right. the Rocket Engines with That's Jake. Crazy. Yeah, I know it's kind of wild, and we we're almost in the exact same setup, except weird. We just literally changed people. Weird. So thank you again for having us here in your residence. Absolutely. To this. But Happy we're, to do it. We're not here to talk about anything too spacey. We're just here to talk about. Hannibal. Yeah. Jake is my husband. I know nothing about space. I like listening to him talk about it. uh, But yeah, this is more my wheelhouse. Cool. Um, Unsettling television. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 100% for that. (laughs) That's all I have. And to be clear, this is like, we're not talking about Hannibal Lecter, the movies. We're talking about the actual television show. Yes. So so here's the thing, because again, as much as uh, I hear all of my friends, and typically I get all of my... Uh, content from all of my friends. Yeah, because we um, never shut up about stuff yeah. we like, and we're just like, watch this. Everyone, this. which is great. <laughs> Everyone is in awesome. your friends group is incredibly mentally ill, and we hyperfixate to cover everything yeah, up. It's is so what true. is one hundred percent what happens. Well, it's a good thing I fit in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to say super like, well. Yeah, you belong uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kettle calling the pop black <laughs> so um but oh fuck what was i even gonna talk about no, I don't know. Uh, well, but but oh, this... okay so uh, or, no here we go i got it i got it back okay don't let me lose it i'm proud of you okay here thank you hyper fixating um <laughs> so we uh i only got to watch a couple episodes of this oh and it was very good it was still very good um but i just i never it was able to jump back on it i didn't so, know you had seen any so that's very cool i had only seen i think the first First, like three episodes. Okay. Oh, so you saw Mushroom Boy. You sure I did. I saw Mushroom Boy. <laughs> Does that I did. stick with you? Because it sticks with me. Uh-huh. That was fucked up. So, okay, let's start at the very beginning. Let's. So, Hannibal is, yeah, it's based off the Thomas Harris novels of like the Red Dragon and then Hannibal and Hannibal Rising. And then they made those big famous movies with Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal. Yeah. I, I watched Red Dragon a lot as a kid. I don't know if you guys ever saw that one. I did. Yeah. yeah. That was um, good. Yeah. I always like that when I was obsessed with Edward Norton and he plays Will Graham in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this oh, is... Oh, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, pretty good. Like, yeah. It's a good, yeah, it's a good movie. I like it. Um, the last time I saw Red Dragon, I was in, like, fucking high school. I didn't 
didn't know. It, it was know? one of those ones that was on all the time when we were much younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and then Silence of the Lambs and all that. And then this is like a totally separate uh, TV series made by NBC. It had three seasons. It was made by Brian Fuller, who uh, has made a lot of other really unsettling but awesome TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then like leaves after the like yeah. after like two seasons. Hannibal's the exception. After like two seasons, he's like, yeah, all right, creative differences, peace. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually um, not allowed to do literally whatever the fuck I want, so I am gonna leave. <laughs> I'm gonna make Star Trek really really cool, and then I'm gonna fucking dip. <laughs> Aww, I'm gonna make no. American Gods really really cool, and then I'm gonna fucking dip. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's what Brian Fuller does. Uh, <laughs> and then he also made this show, which is, I have to I have to put a little disclaimer. Um, there are multiple people of our friends who will probably be like, why are you the one who gets to talk about this? We all fucking love this show so this is, much. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I actually have been approached by other people and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, well, how can I make this work? How can I make this work? Because you would and have then, to like, be talking to six people. Yeah. I think so. And yeah, and yeah. it just, so... Sorry, everyone else. So sorry. Honestly, I will say I get I just a a little thing. I don't I'm not responsible for a cat and Emily uh, watching the show because they'd already seen it. And that's actually how we became friends. Yeah, I wanted to regale this. Yeah, we'll totally we'll totally go to that. But a good chunk of our friends Mm -hmm. watch it because I watched it and then never shut up about it. So I, I earned this. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're a fucking, you're a fucking tastemaker. I'm the OG. I also got the, I, I live with a wonderful girl named Emily, uh, who's been on this podcast before. Uh, and yes, she has, she's my co-host. And, uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and literally in our infant stages of being friends, uh, we started talking and I was like, Hey, I don't know you very well, but have you fucking heard of Hannibal? Have you, of, have you heard of the show? I, I, can't, I can't remember. I know that we started watching it together. Nice. Like, and I was like, that was when the first season came out. Mm-hmm. And it, it had like just ended. So I was like, how many people could I get into this? So yeah. like, I 100% <laughs> relate where you're like, this show is so weird. Please fucking watch it with me. It's, it's, it was one of those ones where like, yeah, we really couldn't let it go. I This is one of my favorite stories about the show because I've I've never been more wrong about a piece of media and I'm super happy that I was. I started seeing this show came out in 2013 and I started seeing the promotions for it and it was yeah. all like crime procedural but with CSI, Hannibal in it. but with yeah. Hannibal in it. oh my god and like I didn't have I haven't read the books I didn't have a whole bunch of like background with this series but I was like really indignant about it and like really mad that they were making this thing you like we don't need to have this right, sort of like, deal really we needed another crime procedural but we were just yeah. going to stick Hannibal Lecter in there after Anthony Hopkins like has given this amazing performance of this right. character you don't right. need to fuck with that stupid money grabbing bullshit was what I thought y- sure 
So I watched it, of course. Uh, <laughs> so you went in like preparing to hate it? Oh yeah. I had a bowl of popcorn. I was underemployed at the time. I had, I, I was just during the day I, it was on Hulu for a hot second. So I watched it the day after it aired. And, uh, the first episode, um, was so instantly not what I was expecting and then continued to not be what I was expecting so much so that by the end of the episode, I was like, Oh no, Oh shit! Oh fuck. <laughs> I love this. And then I remember like Jake came home from work and I was like, sit down. We're watching this. <laughs> Hannibal, to me, Hannibal feels like a fucking cult yeah. because the like the TV series specifically. Because if you you either really really fucking like Hannibal or you have no interest in Hannibal. Yeah, I've actually I've definitely had some people where I've I've posed it to them and they have said that is not for me. I am in no way interested in that. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Cool, all right, I get it. It is not for everyone. It is weird and gory and gross and yeah. fucked up. Yeah. You, get, you get somebody to watch it, and if and if their if their brains are like pinging the right way, it's like, oh, I'm not going to stop talking about this for years. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, it came out in 2013. It it had three seasons, so it was done by like 2016 mm-hmm. max, uh-huh. and. I still think about it all the time. It's still my favorite show. I've rewatched it in in total like maybe ten times. Sure. Like, and that's a you know that's a commitment. But every few months, several of us will look at each other and just be like, "Hannibal, Hannibal rewatch." Oh my god! <laughs> I did not like what just happened right there because I felt like that was just too much. There's a connection here. That's yeah. That's that is how we met because we were living in on Alaska and Bobby was like, "Hey, Hannibal rewatch," and we were like, Fuck "Yeah, dude." And Bobby like like. I don't know, maybe 10 minutes before arriving at our house, texts and is like, I have two other people with me, by the way. They're pretty cool. I think you'll like them. I was like, we haven't met these people. And they're just going to come to our house and watch six hours of this TV show. Are you fucking sure about that? And she was like, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> She's Bobby. So she was like, Lo and confident. 100% the Bobby factor. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, I was going to say, and then in walks Emily and Kat. And we had not, I mean, like, I think I'd seen you guys around. Yeah. But I had not met you. I, had, I don't think I had, like, ever interacted with you. Yeah. Not not an habituate. It was just you were always in one corner of Stein and I was right. always in, yeah. We were on sure. separate. We were on uh, separate trivia teams. Trivia teams. <laughs> separate and rival trivia teams. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, yeah, so when you guys walked in, I was like, oh god, what's gonna happen here? Like, I hope this is chill. And you guys had prepared for we, it to not be good. We had contingency plans because <laughs> we, it was like a bar and a bar, and we were talking, we obviously got on the topic of Hannibal, and I was like, yeah, we haven't seen season three yet. Like, just shit keep, kept happening. Right. And it was just as season three ended, I think, or like had just come out on I DVD so. or something like yeah. that. Uh, and Bobby was like, oh, well, we're doing a rewatch. You should come. And she just I, she probably just wasn't thinking of like the fact that we didn't know each other right and the way she phrased that. it I was like oh I'm just gonna go we're just gonna go over to the Bobby's house and then like <laughs> 10 minutes before she's like all right this is the address it's Jake and Taylor and we're like who the fuck is this yes yeah, so we were like okay if it sucks like Emily Emily and I were sitting in the living room being like okay we'll bring our laptops so if it's bad we can just like distract ourselves and like, <laughs> sure. get some writing done we'll have like a contingency plan yeah. so like if neither of us are feeling it we can say we'll do X or Y Right. And we spend an entire weekend watching Hannibal. Yeah, we we were together for hours yeah. and hours, like just watching Hannibal and like and finding out that we actually liked these people quite yeah. a bit because we all had the same opinions about this weird well, fucking show. So <laughs> it's all starting to come together. Because right and, and I'll tell you why. Here's where I'm connecting the dots. Right. Because this is the first time you, Taylor, have met. 
Kat mm-hmm. and Emily, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So of course this works because not only do you just enjoy the shit out of content, Katya, yeah, like, consume like that, you baby. just consume and, and of course if it's good, you're going to be like super into it. So yeah. I mean, that's just you and your personality. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, Taylor, you're already into this, but mm-hmm. then here's Emily and of course uh, now it totally makes sense why you two have a Survivor podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it was like... I think this bitch might get it. And we just kind of looked at each the, other and decided, I think we can do this together. It, was, it, it had to be like within 10 minutes of being in your house and watching it. I was like, oh, these guys fucking rock. What I think am I it was doing? like somebody made a weird comment and everyone was like, yes, I think that too about this weird thing that keeps happening on the show. Like, I think I made fun of the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that was what it was. Let's just, if we could talk a little bit about the show itself, that would be, yeah. uh, that's a good way to get into it. Yeah. I think because like the soundtrack for the show number one is batshit fucking insane (laughs) (laughs) it is what do we always describe it as it's like a dude carrying a box of musical instruments and he falls down the (laughs) stairs and he's just tripping and it's hitting it and that's that's what the music is most of the time okay but it it manages to be it's like so perfect for the tone of the show because it's really Really? unsettling most of the time Uh, (laughs) there's a fucking trumpet and you're like where did you come from you've never been in this show before (laughs) real note i'm pretty sure (laughs) i'm almost positive that's not how you play that instrument (laughs) it definitely fits with like like you said like tonally it it makes sense but if you just put it out of context nobody is going on spotify and searching for the hannibal soundtrack right (laughs) so like number one like that is I mean, one, they're wrong. I think that would be really fun. <laughs> you could probably oh. use that for ambient stuff. When you're trying to get writing done and you just hear... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I just feel uncomfortable all of a sudden and I, go, I can't figure out why. Um, I feel like I've heard of, of other directors and stuff of movies like putting in things in their soundtracks to make you feel uncomfortable and create a sense of tension. Like oh. the sound of bees. And stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Because so you're like fight or flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, I just feel like the soundtrack is built to do that. It's just, mm-hmm. it's got a lot of dissonance and it's just built to sort of make you feel like things are not quite right a lot of the time. Huh. Which is very cool. Um, I think the other thing, like, the reason I was so instantly like, oh, I'm, I'm wrong about this show when I was watching the first episode. Like, I, this is not, this does not look or sound like a crime procedural if you... I mean, if you're a human alive, you've seen many of those. <laughs> if, you, if you are currently alive in the world, yeah. you have seen Too a many. castle or a CSI or you've a seen nine line. seasons of SVU. <laughs> <laughs> we all have. <laughs> we've, all, we've all been sick at school. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, school. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia Benson does fuck. We know. Um, <laughs> it's like those things aren't necessarily bad, but there is there are bad there are bad crime procedurals, and I was just expecting that, and you would know instantly because you would like I don't know you it'd be lit a certain way the lighting of tv shows like you can instantly tell how it's what it's gonna be like based on the lighting you know when a soap opera's on because it's lit in that specific everything looks like it's been fed through like some vaseline yes (laughs) there's just vaseline on the lens yeah (laughs) very shiny so shiny shiny and blurry (laughs) and then like yeah and then crime procedurals are always lit like it's like stark broad daylight like most of the time and this (laughs) is like it's the show starts and it's almost orange and almost nothing gets said for the first 30 seconds. I think maybe full minute of the show, yeah. but you just, you're 
at a crime scene, there's a lot of very dark colored blood and like two bodies on the floor and there's cops everywhere and just one guy in like a fishing jacket standing in the middle looking at some papers and he he's Will Graham. And so he, you follow him as he sort of starts, he closes his eyes and he do this weird like light pendulum thing and yeah. you watch time reverse, which is like a really well done yeah, yeah. Um, technique they have to use. Like as he, he begins to walk backwards out of the house and as he walks, things dis- disappear behind him so that there's fewer and fewer people there until there's no one left. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's like earlier in the night. And then he busts down the door and starts talking as if he is the killer there about to commit the crime. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that is so, I just, he says that first line and I'm like, so this is not what I'm expecting. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is same. different. <laughs> it's very different. Yeah. It, that kind of struck me. That mm-hmm. totally took me by surprise. First time I watched it. The character of Will Graham, like mm-hmm. obviously Hannibal, we have to talk about Hannibal. But, Absolutely. But the we'll character of Will Graham <laughs> is so fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you follow very mild spoilers, but especially if you follow his like psyche and mm-hmm. his his mental, um, not thoughts or process, but like his mental state mm-hmm. from season one to the end is oh, yeah. just a fucking right and it makes logical sense which i love i have a problem a lot with tv shows where it's like oh your character went from point a to point b that's not really like it's a believable thing to happen but the way you had it happen doesn't make sense yeah Yeah. (laughs) right right right. it's like their their change wasn't earned by what happened to them in in the show it's like oh the writers want him to be like this now yeah exactly (laughs) they just wanted to change how they wrote him and they didn't want to explain why and they're hoping that we don't notice i yeah i agree i don't think that that's right for will at all when he starts out he's like a really anti-social super twitchy yeah uh, like just not not really great at living life for the most part and definitely not great at having relationships and interacting with people um, he's got like seven dogs and if no one ever spoke to him again he would good. love that he'd be good with that just right. me and my dogs in a fishing boat well, yeah. that was like I, I think it was either the second or third episode like you know because the fbi is constantly trying to recruit him like oh mm-hmm. come back you know like hey like yeah it's it's fine you know like we'll get it so your therapist or whoever says it's okay for you to come back right, and it's because like, he's literally he's clearly so clearly unstable they were like yeah. yeah don't do this yeah they were like please don't he's seriously suffering like it's bad and they're like it's fine you're, you're good but this is beyond burnout by the way do you still want to do this right? <laughs> it's but no, I, he, oh yeah he, he walked in he walks into that that room with all mm-hmm. the fbi agents you know, after he solves his first case or, or the big case and they're all like clapping, he's like, okay, okay, stop it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got so mad. I was like, oh my God. I think that's his students. He like walks into his yeah. classroom and they're all like clapping for him and he's like, oh my God, please do not. This is too many people already. I, think, yeah, later I can he, tune you out if I'm lecturing you, but you need to not. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, I think someone else tries to congratulate him and he's like, stop. My students already clapped. It was completely inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't fucking like it at all. Also, Mom, Jesus, do you have to? <laughs> Sorry about the clicky clacks you'll have in your podcast. That's uh, fine. Um, we love the pups. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he, his character also, like, he changes so much from that point, especially just, like, season two. Like, mm-hmm. that's a different person. He dresses different. He starts doing his hair different. It's all intentional. But, like, his entire... Like, I think he stands up straighter. Like, mm-hmm. Hugh Dancy is the actor who plays Will. And he's... 
very good in this. I think like Hugh Dancy probably didn't get to do a lot of super serious roles until this point. Oh, you mean Ella Enchanted wasn't riveting enough yeah. for him? <laughs> yeah, he was the prince in Ella Enchanted, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> And he's done similar things like that. I saw, I, I watched a, some of his movies because I like him so much, but I saw he's in a movie called, I think it's called Hysteria. And he plays the guy who invents the vibrator. <laughs> oh no. Katya almost spit out her beer. <laughs> yeah. Hysteria. Um, I'm like, oh, a chintzy horror movie. Yeah. Nope. No. no. <laughs> it's the, because, you know, Hysteria is like, it's like a uterus thing. That's where we get the word. Anyway, that's, so he's just a dude who gets women off for an entire movie. Interesting. Interesting. It's very odd. It's a fine movie, but he's in a lot of things like that. I should pick this up. I should pick this up. <laughs> I am so confused. I know. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Thank uh, you. <laughs> but he, yeah, I feel like this is like such a, a compelling role for him to have gotten and I think he fucking murders the game he is so good as well all the time um, he understood he, the assignment yeah, no. oh, yeah he manages to be very he uh, fucking wrote the assignment yeah. <laughs> he wrote it and then the teacher was like I'm gonna use this from now on <laughs> this is part of the syllabus right this this is like I also think that this is the most crazy thing about Hannibal this is an NBC TV show and the three leads are movie actors like Hugh Dancy, even though he didn't, he didn't have a ton of maybe like compelling roles. He's still a movie actor. He wasn't doing television. Yeah. yeah. And the other two leads are Lawrence fucking Fishburne. Morpheus. Yeah. Fucking Morpheus, who was not, he does not have like a small IMDb either. Yeah. He's been in a lot of He's shit. He's been in fucking everything. Right. And it's not like he hasn't done TV, but I think people would know him as a big name movie actor. Yeah. Right. And then Maz Mikkelsen, who plays Hannibal, who... Need no introduction. He shouldn't by this point. I think he's been in a lot of shit now. I think at the time, people would only know him from Casino Riot as oh sure the the guy who cries blood out of one of his eyes and he hits uh uh daniel craig with a rope in his balls a bunch of times that's what happens in that movie <laughs> if anybody remembers sounds kinky that. sounds kinky it is a very kinky scene do you fucking remember that i do not um uh, it's from it's amazing i might have the, to go back now yeah from the torturer to the torture Re, for Rihanna's bitch better have me my money. Yes. That's right. Yes, he has since been the bitch in bitch. <laughs> that was one of my favorite like images that I came across was because it looked like a, a like a, a press interview out of uh, when he did Rogue One. Oh yeah. And then it was him and uh, the other guy. I don't remember his name. Uh, the guy playing Orson Krennic. Yes. Oh, yes. Sure. I can remember that name, but I yeah, can't remember the completely it's normal fine. name he has in real life. <laughs> no, totally but yeah, just, you know, the interviewer asked something about him being in and, you know, the gentleman that played Orson Krennic was just like, oh, you were? I didn't realize that. And yeah, Maz was like, yep, I was the yeah, bitch. Yeah, I was the bitch. <laughs> I was the bitch. In yeah. this beautiful Dutch accent. I know, right? So <laughs> everything sounds so much more amazing. Just leave him alone. Um... So, yeah, so those are three, like, maybe at the time not as well-known or, like, maybe hadn't done stuff in the public eye, like, recently. Uh, but I just, to me, it's always insane that those three are the three that are heading this TV show mm -hmm. for NBC. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I don't understand how this show was on NBC at all. Ooh, I know this one. Looking the way it looks? Yeah, like... Um, 
I sort of know this one. I, I know this is your thing, but I Please. we're all in. No, animal. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's ride. Um, it was it was some press release or something like that. I'll try to dig it up to send it to you. But um, Jesus, Noel. Essentially, there is an episode where. Um, blood eagles which is like a viking practice of like basically taking your lungs out and making wings that the vikings used to do yeah when christians were like worship god and they were like fuck you but uh there's an episode based around like that as a as a killing thing and you know it was a it's an incredibly it's a beautifully gruesome sight a lot of hannibal shit is gorgeously Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. Huh. Um, it's like, I want to vomit, but also pretty. Yeah. Like, damn, <laughs> man. Damn, the attention to detail. Yeah. Uh, and so it was just like a bunch of like naked people fucking praying with their lungs out of their fucking body. Oh, I think and the, the skin of their back had been peeled away and was hanging from yeah. wires on the ceiling. So it's like up above them like yeah. angels. It's like so gross. Jesus. And yeah. NBC is like, hey, this you can't do this. You're going to try it down. And everyone, too far, and everyone was like, well, what's the problem? And they went, there's ass, like you can see ass crack on this. And we don't That's allow that. The problem. And Brian Fuller was like, all right, we'll just douse it in more blood, I guess. And they were like, yeah, that works. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, yeah, I think, I think that show had, I mean, it's, it's definitely the whole, like, we don't care as much about gore and violence in, in television and movies as we do like sexy stuff. Yeah. That's why he's got to so blur out an ass crack, but these people are mutilated in yeah. like, a truly horrifying way. I think they also got around it. Incredible. Do you need a moment? I'm so sorry. I dropped an M&M. It's fine. And actually just fell on my crotch, and so I'm less disappointed than I should have been. Score. Five-second rule on yeah. your dick. I'm so, I'm so sorry my M&M dropping interrupted you. It's fine. Please continue. I think it also got away with a lot of stuff because it lights things really weird. The blood is almost never... <laughs> blood-like it's either deep purple or it is like bright tarantino red like oh, it's sure. never the actual color of blood um because of the lighting the lighting's always like too blue or too dark to mm-hmm. really see stuff and i think that is something we joke about like a fan of hannibal would know that like actually there is no lighting guy yeah. they've never set up lights for that show it's dark as fuck yeah <laughs> and I, to the point to the point where there was a hubbub when hannibal moves to netflix because yes. they lightened it yeah, a little and a bit. Bunch of oh, Hannibal really? fans were like, "No, that's, this isn't right. That's we're supposed not to true. not be able to see anything." <laughs> I love not being able to see what's happening. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so it's so silly. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I do think like we were just watching before you guys came over here an episode from season one, and there is so much where I'm like, I wish they would just. You got it. God damn it. I'm so sorry. I keep, <laughs> just keep talking I'm and don't just, mind me. I'm, I'm more being just, weird. It's fine. I'm more just don't want you to have to edit like around that. Oh, I <laughs> fucking no. I, uh, that's not what I do. Okay. All right. <laughs> he keeps it all in. I do podcasts. It's all I don't fucking, fucking edit. It's all, <laughs> it's all real, man. This is raw. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm sitting here eating these fucking M&Ms. What's up? Oh, I love it. Um... <laughs> but yeah, there's scenes in that where I'm like, I can't tell the color of Maz Mickelson's shirt because it's too fucking dark in this office <laughs> where he works. That like, man wears plaid like no tomorrow. And you're like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> that, that was one thing that really annoyed me. It was like the first time that you see Mad's office. I'm just like, oh my God, it's like a library. It is like, gorgeous. Like, what the fuck? But then it was so dark in there. I'm like, why though? Yeah. It's yeah. so pretty. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> 
Come on, Netflix. Brian Let's Fuller doesn't it. care about you. Yeah. Uh, Aww. Yeah. <laughs> He's waiting to see this stuff. Brian Fuller is the American Hideo Kojima where he will find a bunch of actors he'll really like and be like, I have this batshit idea. Are you ready? Yeah, for and, sure. And he's like, no, no one else is going to watch this. Like, fuck you. I do what I want. Like, right. <laughs> um, It's Damn also it. like, I think there's so many sets that I think, like, you will see, you see that set you see his office in yeah. decent lighting later <laughs> like it's daytime and shit and they'll light it properly um but there's so many good sets in the show as well and oftentimes yeah you do kind of have to like squint to be like is that is that great is that a great set again what, that i'm not seeing that? properly what is that <laughs> um i was just wa- there the episode we were watching includes jack walking through like the forensics area at the fbi um a, a few times and it is such cool like I doubt that's what it looked like it looks like it's the basement but there's like all this brutalist architecture to it it's all like gray it, stone it almost and, looks like a parking garage yeah yeah it's like they shoved a forensics lab into a parking <laughs> garage and lit it super crazy <laughs> they wasted so all good. of the budget on Mads Mikkelsen's suit and like really cool gory like yeah. prosthetics they yeah. were like okay we gotta film in a fucking basement let's go well, and their movie <laughs> actors budgets that's yeah, it yeah, like yeah. they got <laughs> like we paid our actors <laughs> we got really cool suits bespoke suits for Maz Mickelson to wear three per episode <laughs> and then we had nothing left <laughs> <laughs> To the point where it. when yeah. he does a murder, his fucking murder suit is just, it's like see-through, so you can still see how baller he looks, and he's got a full suit with a fucking tie, yeah. and just this clear, like, suit jumpsuit tarp thing. It covers his entire suit, so he can just wear, yeah, his normal clothes, <laughs> he's just got plastic all over him, and it's totally silent as he walks. My favorite thing <laughs> someone has ever made is that clip of him walking, except they edited him some squeaky noises. <laughs> They're like, this is what it would actually sound like. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no way that fucking plastic suit is quiet. <laughs> so funny. Just sounds like a trash bag walking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's so fucking funny. Oh, my God. Um, that, I think, is, like, the main thing that... Like, the, the show drew me to the show, but then the fandom of it kind of kept me over-engaged, I would say. Oh, Hyper-focused. Really? You gotta cool. do something during that hiatus. You might as yeah. well talk to a bunch of fanables. Like. And that they have a name. They call themselves the fanables. And they were really outspoken and, like, kind of a big group of people. Um, and... Like, okay, I was uh, terminally on Tumblr at this time. Same? Kat? Yeah. Have you met me? I'm still terminally on Tumblr. That's fair. <laughs> I actually haven't been on Tumblr in a while, and I, I am a little sad about You're that. You're not missing much. That's fine, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we, I mean, people were making fan art and fanfic and like edits and cool videos and so much stuff and like interacting with people on the show who were interacting back because Brian Fuller has almost an unfortunate ability to yeah. interact with fans. Oh, okay. He's really cool about it, but yeah. also... He's cool. Uh, His fans... There, there is a certain contingency, as with any fandom, there's a conter- certain contingency of fans that take it incredibly too far. Yeah, yeah. And Brian Fuller has always been a pretty outspoken. He will say what he believes, and mm-hmm. if you have a problem with that, then that's not his. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I think sometimes he just, like, he, he voices opinions where he doesn't need to because he's mm-hmm. opening such a can of worms mm-hmm. and he doesn't realize it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but he Gorgeous. really... Yeah, his interaction with the fans, though, is really what kept them going because... This show, maybe unsurprisingly, was like bogged down by poor ratings the entire time it was on. Um, 
so every season it was a fight to like speak to NBC, speak to oh, the production company, just to make fight sure to keep it going. Yeah, please get them renewed. Huh. Yeah, if I'm remembering correctly, it was it was on like a, a weird time. Yeah, it was I think competing so. with it might have been competing with like Game of Thrones or something really, oh, really God, popular. Yeah. And I think it was doing okay. This is this this is the shit I'm nerdy about. This is the <laughs> shit that I like look up. But yeah, yeah. from my memory, um, I think like the the numbers themselves weren't bad like overall. Mm-hmm. But it was NBC. And, and it, yeah, it just wasn't. And good NBC enough. is a major, you know. I yeah, yeah, their their shows do well, and I also think that the cost of the show is not insignificant. I 100%. Do think that because things look so great, and they have a rather large cast, and um, they're constantly doing a ton of like effects stuff. Like it's yeah. probably. I'm sure that that's not cheap. Yeah. Pretty penny. Um, so they, I guess the ratings were just never what they wanted them to be, Mm -hmm. especially for like a Brian Fuller joint. Like they're like this better, it's Hannibal. This better pull people in. And instead of making something that probably would have appealed to the common denominator and maybe gotten better ratings, they made Mm -hmm. something super fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that that (laughs) just makes it so that not everybody wants to be watching that. And I, I think you're right. It was competing. It was at a bad time. It was a bunch they moved of it around. Yeah. So every season though, even, even the first season, it was kind of like, are we getting oh, another one? Up. Is yeah. this going to happen? And so the fanables would band together and make a whole Twitter thing. Um, they would write letters, making sure that the show would continue on. Okay. And uh, Brian Fuller was very good at being like, oh my God, Fanables for life. Like, you guys are amazing. Oh, Thank cool. you so much. Cool. Yeah. At one point, I think somebody photoshopped some flower crowns onto photos of the cast members. Um, That's and, what started the trend. That's yep. what started the flower crown trend. Yeah. Um, because Brian Fuller showed up at an event later wearing a flower crown, being like, this is a Fanable thing. You guys, you guys and do this, And then right? gave it to Hugh Dancy and then gave it yeah. to Mads Mikkelsen. Right. Yeah. Okay, and so I'm now, looking this up because I have no idea what the fuck is going on it's so fucking cute yeah i mean there's a lot of flower crowns in in fandom now in general but like one edit that somebody did made this whole thing sort of explode Mm -hmm. and it was just a little um it was a nice little acknowledgement by the entire cast who because yeah then they'd show up to every event wearing flower crowns and that was just their way of saying like we We acknowledge fans yeah yeah so cool it's really cool this is actually really cool like Oh, Mads looks so cute. Uh-huh. That's just his he just face. Got this little, he's just got this little <laughs> smirk. It's just tilted off to the side. Just <laughs> if you were to tell me that I would go absolutely apeshit over this, like, 50-year-old dude playing a fucking serial killer, I would be like, no. No. And then Mads Mikkelsen shows up, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Actually, I was wrong about yeah. that. He I'll, is, I'll eat my words. Right. I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to eat your heart literally, too. Yeah. So, hey, and I would let him. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I just I can't stress enough how good he is in that role. Either I don't want to stray too far from the the fanable thing because I think that part's like an important part of why the show means so much and sure. also, yeah and why it stayed on for as long as it did but like he is so fucking good in this role he makes cannibalism incredibly appealing oh, and a lot so of that hot. is just like the cooking montages yes. where you're like hey I know this is a dude that was rude to Hannibal so we fucking murdered him but yeah. I would eat all I would that. eat that Whatever that is looks amazing. Uh, yeah. Food, there's a food stylist who released a cookbook. I do have it. Um, it fucks. It's great. Um, <laughs> it's like real food they were making on that show. By the way, Maz Mickelson refused most of the time to have a spit bucket. He was just eating the food. <laughs> that sounds right. Um, you know, actors always, actors always <laughs> have 
have spit buckets because right. you do take after yeah, take. Yeah, multiple you, takes. You are constantly resetting your plate. and You're doing yeah. the same scene for fucking four hours. Right, yeah. so you ha- you can't be eating all that. No, Matt Mickelson doesn't care. Nah, he's a fucking boss. He's <laughs> like, nah, I'm eating this. He'd be like, this is fucking delicious I didn't eat today. Like, on so that's the kind of guy he is. He's all, he was also super dedicated to the show because he would like learn how to do cooking techniques so he could do them on camera. Oh, cool. So a lot of the time, yeah, a lot of the time they'll cut to his hands yeah, and yeah. like you'll just see him like flambeing something. And it's actually his hands? Yeah, sometimes. At least like I actually just saw him, you know, he, he cuts um, the skin off of tomatoes to make roses. Mm-hmm. And that's actually him doing it in that's the scene. So you can watch cool. him do it while he's doing his lines. It's like, that's like knife work. Like he had to learn that. Yeah. He had to learn how to flip a, like a potato up and onto a knife blade so that it would cut itself in half. He oh, had to yeah, figure yeah. out how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he, he liked doing that sort of thing. He was The bloopers are amazing when it comes to shit so like that, funny. though, by the way. <laughs> it is. It's great. Yeah. To watch him just be like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> because when he's Hannibal, his face is at rest yeah. and it is like very just sort of stone and cut that yeah, his yeah. face is like a skull he has like really amazing cheekbones i love him so much but as soon as he's not in character he's like this goofy <laughs> bastard yeah it's such a night and day switch a weird dude. i know well I even so much even just looking up this flower crowns there was like three different photos there was one of him you know where he's got like a little smirk and it's tilted the flower crown mm-hmm. and there's another one where he's like very clearly at like some sort of con or something. So he's up on stage and he's got, and he's seated and he's got like, he's got like his shoulders hunched and he's like sticking his chin out. He's you know, just, that like, man God. kills people. And then, <laughs> and then there's literally another one where he's got like the most massive duck face. Going, I love it. out of context. Mads Mickelson pictures are always good. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That is also a man who knows that he is very handsome. So he just kind of does whatever all the time. Cause he doesn't care. I love it. It's probably going to look good anyway. Um, <laughs> I'd like to thank my mom my mom. and my, my dad. <laughs> There's a clip of him saying that it's funny as hell. <laughs> He also speaks like six languages. Like I just, I'll never stop talking about Mads Mikkelsen. Really? Yeah. Great, good. I will Incredible. also, I would love to listen to you talk about yeah. Mads Mikkelsen. That's not, that's not a joke. Like, <laughs> I, I get, there's, um, there's like an interview that, that Hugh Dancy does. He, he and Mads Mikkelsen are, they work together on a different movie. And then when they cast Hugh, I, yeah, I think they cast Hugh first and they were like, did you look at Mads Mikkelsen for Hannibal? Um, and so they got to work together again and they have a lot of like, T- downtime near each other and Maz of course like English is not his first language so it's like his weird. fifth <laughs> <laughs> so he's always just looking at his own lines like why can't I ever shut the fuck up <laughs> he's just, he would always get so mad at how like wordy Hannibal's lines are <laughs> they are very very wordy like just going back to the show itself it's in every this is I'm gonna sound like a pretentious dick, mm-hmm. but I do sincerely mean this. Every aspect of Hannibal is art. The I agree. writing, the yeah. lighting as dark it is as I know we just dragged the music, but also like <laughs> there is not itself. there is not a single part of this TV show that wasn't done with the word art in mind.
little A. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it seemed like the the biggest the biggest. Um, I don't know. The thing that seemed to not fit the best was the music, but also at the same degree, how uh, Taylor you said it, it seemed like it was it was made to make you kind of uncomfortable, or it was made to not fit to get and, and like if if literally all it is is less for your like enjoyment mm -hmm. and more for your like discomfort yeah. than goal achieved. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, I think that that is it. I think it's also of, uncomfortably loud most of the time. Yeah. It's like too loud. So I think that they do all of that with intention. It's sure. It's not music so much as it is a soundscape to accompany what mm. you're watching. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sort of there thing. is some, I'm still going to make fun of it, but it's beautiful. <laughs> like in that, in that context, it's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's part of yeah. why, like just going back to the art thing really quick, I think that's part of why it's so quote unquote divisive. Mm. You either really, really like it or you're like, what? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this and why? Yeah, I think because everything, even the really ugly stuff is really, really, is done really beautifully. It's always lit really beautifully. Like, yeah, that guy might be getting like there is a scene, and it's in it's in Will's head. He has Hannibal tied to a tree because at this point he knows he should hate him. <laughs> And he's got this like horse tied up to the ropes in such a way that if the horse keeps pulling, it would like, like the ropes would cut through Hannibal. Oh, sure. And they're having this very artsy fartsy discussion about love. Uh, <laughs> and, and then it cuts as like Will tells the, the horse to pull and you see from the back of the tree, this fucking geyser of blood leaps up. There's one wave on one side and one wave on the other. And it's like such a beautiful shot of this horrible thing <laughs> that he's envisioning, which must be that like Hannibal's literally being cut in half and there's yeah, yeah. so much blood flying into the air. Mm -hmm. um, it, that's nasty, but it's, <laughs> so, it's so beautifully. It's so beautiful. Like so beautiful. I never once in my life have looked at a totem pole made of humans and gone, that's beautiful. Sick. But like yeah. episode four of Hannibal or whatever it was, I was like, wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Wait a minute. This is a fucking human totem pole. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, even, yeah. even for the few episodes that I saw and it, it was, um, they were trying to track down whoever it was that was like basically skewering people on top of like deer antlers. Oh yeah. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. So I mean, the, even, the strike. Yeah. Even that, even that was like still kind of, I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah. I don't it's feel, gorgeous. I don't yeah. feel good saying that. Yeah. No, right. There's not a single piece of me. That's all like, I feel good about that. But <laughs> I'm like, I hate to admit it, but cool. that's, that's sick as hell. Actually <laughs> kind of fucks. I don't, <laughs> I don't like what this makes me think. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right, right, right. That's and like that was a big part of the discussion when the show first started coming out was how much everyone on, wanted to eat the food even though it was all people. <laughs> the food is people was a refrain. <laughs> like, oh, we know, no. we know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, even the beer is people. Uh, like we're pretty sure everything he makes has people in it, and we want it anyway. It's delicious. Oh it looks so good. Do you ever think that like maybe that'll spawn like a pop up kitchen? Oh, I'm just oh, saying. There's got it. Hannibal's had to have done that. I would. They had to have. I would fucking love it. There, there's. There, I cannot. Somewhere in LA. I, yeah, <laughs> I cannot conceive of a world where Fanables already haven't pitched Don't. in to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> For real. That's fair. The, uh, yeah, to get back a little bit to the Fanables, they are some of the most industrious uh, people I think oh, yeah. ever. Because, like, it really was their efforts to keep the show on that kept it on for as long as it was. And then. Um, in season three, season three was not done yet, but they announced that that would be the final season. 
I think it was like halfway through. Like obviously the show knew they probably weren't going to get another one, but they didn't announce that they weren't renewing until yeah. partway through the season. I mean, it explains why the last half of season three is a little rougher than everything else. I would say like they're trying to complete the story yeah. in a way that maybe mm. they would have chosen to take longer to do. Um, I still really, really like it. I actually really... Oh, we know the same. Yeah, that wasn't a dig. No, yeah. <laughs> I really like the ending a, a lot, um, but that was like nobody was going to accept that. Like, as soon as that was announced, it was like a no. wave of fanables, like absolutely fucking not. Actually, we're going to bombard you with letters and tweets. Like I used to participate. I don't know if you ever did this in the like live tweets. Uh, like you would, you had to watch it when it came on because it was all about ratings. Mm-hmm. And like oh, yeah, most yeah. of the people who watched Hannibal were not watching at 7 p.m. on a Thursday or Oh, whatever. sure. Yeah. Um, we were watching on streaming the next day, and that was part of the problem. So it would be like, you make a concerted effort to watch the show when it is on, and you live tweet it, and you use specific and you hashtags, hashtags, and the hashtag oh, was different okay. every week. And yeah, it was like a big deal to actually do that. And so that continued. Oh, shit. And, and we were tweeting at like people learned how the TV industry worked <laughs> to make this happen. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. We realized that like, okay, Amazon owns the rights, the streaming rights to Hannibal. So the problem is that either they have to make more Hannibal or they have to release the rights to somebody else and they, they might not do that. So mm-hmm. let's, let's tweet at Amazon a whole bunch. Let's send letters to Amazon. Um, and so, and, and then we were t- talking to Hulu and Netflix and being like, Hey, can pick this up, pick this pick up, this pick up. This up. If, if Amazon releases the rights, will you pick this up? Can you make some sort of statement about it? Um, the, we got the De Laurentiis company, which is the production company that makes the show, to say, like, we would absolutely make more of this. Um, if we got something signed, we could, you know, talk to the actors about re-signing a contract. Like, people really had to figure out how... I think all of the actors were down with it, too. I think so, too. Yeah, I think their contracts would have been up, but they were down to re-sign. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, just the, the high level of engagement made people go, oh, yeah, we would still continue to make this. This, Absolutely. That's a hell of a movement. I know. It was a really big fucking deal for Mm -hmm. a long time and it was like one of my main focuses for a while. It's like all I cared about. But um, unfortunately... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Finish your thought. I was going to go to like now a days. I think we see a lot of times like, oh, actually, this isn't canceled because we picked it up. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Now we got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Scrubs. Now nah, we got it. Like, yeah. I feel like Hannibal was on that. Like it was on the this is this is a theory. I have nothing to back this up, but I fucking love this part of the entertainment industry and by love I mean hate but know a lot about it um I just I have a theory of there was there was a couple of things that were just against Hannibal being renewed and Mm -hmm. part of it was just the timing not that the show was like ended in a wrong way but it ended right in that smooth spot it's the same reason why when it wasn't uh it was like competing with a bunch of other shit Mm -hmm. which also didn't help but um it it was in that spot where studios weren't necessarily picking stuff up because there mm-hmm. was engagement yet. Mm-hmm. I think if there was, I think if it would have had like season three had come out a year after there was, there would have been a stronger chance of picking it up. Yeah. It's okay. just, it's just unfortunate fucking timing. I think, yeah, I think that the show fits in this really weird niche of TV where, um, we had just started to do like prestige television more. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannibal has like, 12 episodes a season mm-hmm. which is roughly half of what uh, like older TV shows used to do you know yeah, like yeah. 26 ups yeah 20, 24 to 26 episodes a season it's fine <laughs> and then like that's 
that means that there's like fluff and filler episodes. Like every fucking season of Supernatural has like 28 episodes in it. Like that's not what you need to tell your story. Nobody needs that. That's a lot. Right. Oh, it's 13. I think it's 13 episodes of Hannibal per season. Yeah. And like that was actually kind of new at the time to be like Mm -hmm. condensing things and telling your story a little faster. And also just the way it looks is very prestige television. The way it's written is very prestige television. Yep. But it hadn't made it to the point where we were thinking of prestige television as being allowed to be on streaming and made by streaming Mm -hmm. places as much. So yeah, I think you're right. If it had been a few years after somebody would have picked that up like that. Mm -hmm. Like maybe without a doubt in my heart. Yeah. (laughs) I also think that them being, you know, owned by Amazon screws them because Amazon only makes in house stuff. They don't stream other people. Yeah. It it got, it got to the point where as a direct response to Hannibal and Fanables and just the fact that everybody still wanted this show, uh, I believe it's CBS. I don't know if I'm exactly right, but they Mm. came out with uh, a Hannibal esque show about Clarice. Yeah. And they couldn't use Will Graham because everything like Hannibal and everything else was on a different mm-hmm. um, network. A different, yeah, a different network. So they couldn't. Yeah. Um, it sucked. Yeah. It was exactly what everyone went in watching Hannibal thinking it was going to be a yes. shitty crime procedural yeah. that is fucking dumb. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually really weird. Yeah. Clarice, the character is owned by MGM and they never gave it up. So Clarice was never going to be on Hannibal the show. And because of that same thing, the Clarice TV show can have Will Graham even, was never going to be on it. Not even <laughs> Hannibal Lecter can be on the show. <laughs> like they just have to yeah. kind of mention him as being a part of Clarice's past. The cannibal. Yeah. I will say it's Clarice and then it's fucking prodigal son that together are just this duo of what I thought Hannibal was going to be, which is a really bad TV show and (laughs) everything it wasn't. Somebody told me to watch Prodigal Son and let in with, I love trashy TV. I do. Even if it's not good, just let me, let me, let me, let me watch Law and Order. Let me watch Law and Order. If there's something intriguing about it, even if there's one actor that I like in it, usually I'll be like, all right, I'll try it. I'll try it. Sure. The problem was that somebody let in with, oh, you like Hannibal? You'll love Prodigal Son. And I was like, oh, no. Michael Sheen's in it. I should watch Prodigal Son. That's it's like really Hannibal. It. And then I watched the pilot and went, this is fucking garbage. It's literally <laughs> exactly it's so bad. what I thought yeah. Hannibal was going to be. 100%. And it is attempting very hard to be a remake. If you haven't heard of Prodigal Son. I have not. Oh, so it Don't. is. <laughs> I'm <laughs> serious. Oh, it's no. terrible. It's a troubled investigator um, who's so, like, this is the twist is his dad is a serial killer who like went away when he was a kid was like found out, but he was yeah like a, like a doctor and a, a very upstanding citizen. And then he was found out to be a, this horrible murderer. And now he, stays in very Hannibal-esque question mark yeah like he's 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 stuck in a prison cell and his son who's got like a million mental disorders and just pops pills all day has to you know like talk to his dad in order to solve these murders and yeah not even Michael Sheen could save that and that dude's a fucking treasure no damn it there's even like I I made a post when it first came out because there is like a one-to-one on every character in both shows like they made a a like bargain brand version (laughs) Yeah, every character from dollar store, dollar store Hannibal. Yes, that includes like the three Hannibal, but from a wish. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. we have Hannibal at home. (laughs) The Hannibal at home. 
<laughs> they even have the th- okay. Team Sassy Science is on Hannibal. There's just three forensic people, and they oh uh, shit, Bev Zeller, Zeller and Price. Yes, <laughs> Zeller, Price, and Beverly. Uh, they all they do is bicker while they solve <laughs> crimes, and it's it's fantastic. It's actually pretty great. Like I enjoy the writing. Like they're bickering in this episode I just watched, and I was like, that's right, you guys are funny. What if this <laughs> plot was only two minutes and was good? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of Team Science. They are always the C plot, but you want to see what they're doing because they're fighting is what they're doing. <laughs> and that's funny. <laughs> like, like literally that's what they should have picked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you're yes. going to do anything, just pick up this team. Yeah. Right. 100%. Oh my God. I would, I would watch watched that. a team Sassy science <laughs> spinoff. Just, this is one Yo, part Amazon, where, like, Amazon at us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Amazon. What's up? Well, something tragic happens to one of them. So <laughs> Amazon don't add us yet. We'll figure it out. <laughs> there was this one part where it was just, it was just the symbol. It was two lines maybe where two of them were just arguing about bees. Yeah. 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 As yeah, they yeah. were like trying to do, and it was this, this gorgeous art piece masterpiece of this dead body who is it's tragic and terrible and beautiful and he's in a tree and he's got honeycomb all throughout him like it's disgusting but so gorgeous and there's bees all over the place and they're just arguing about whether honeybees do certain things (laughs) i think price talks about how a honeybee ejaculates at like 100 miles an hour or something like that and zeller's like stop That's what that's what they're like. Pick that up. That's the prodigal that's son I want to see. Exactly what they should have done. Because instead, prodigal son has just like three absolutely uh, charis like no charisma, no stage presence. One of which is an Asian woman who is, and an Asian woman was also on Team Sassy. Science. Yeah, so it's like, like are you trying? They really rebuilt the same team, but got worse actors and worse writing, and literally everything about it is just worse. <laughs> and that show, I believe, has been canceled. But it was. Yeah, on I cheer. <laughs> it was on for too fucking long. Poor, poor Michael Sheen. Poor Michael Sheen. That's not his fault. <laughs> they were going to get Finn Jones to be this. Is, I know this isn't Hannibal adjacent, so feel free to cut it. They were going to get Finn Jones, um, Loris from Game of Thrones, uh, and unfortunately Iron Fist. Uh, <laughs> but he's a good actor. Uh, they were going to get him to be the main, the the prodigal son. <laughs> and uh, they were ready to film. I think he filmed the pilot, and then he was like, a let go due to creative differences. Maybe he looked at it and went, so, this sucks. Yeah. This is poorly written. I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I, I, I think they fired him. And I'm wondering if it was because he was like, hey, hey, <laughs> we got to do some rewrites. Yeah. <laughs> this is gobble. This is bad. This is real Super bad. bad. I think, though, that, that that just goes to show, like, I think Hannibal could have been that very easily some executive could have said nope we're not making it that weird we're going to we're just going to make it a regular procedural and it will get hella ratings and make hella money and you will shut up but that didn't happen and instead they got great performances and and weird but good writing <laughs> <laughs> the monologues in this fucking show <laughs> the tell please me please just i wish i could i want to send you a compilation of all the weirdest shit they say on the show because Hundred percent of the time, though, the weirdest shit they say is direct out of the Thomas Harris novels, because those really? are that shit. Okay. Yeah. Every time you're like, "Why did he just say that?" It's like, "Oh, it's a, it's when, a Thomas Harris Easter egg." Yeah. <laughs> someone's like, "Hey, Will, are you okay?" And he's like, "I don't know. I feel like I'm made of shadows suspended on dust." And you're just like, "Okay, Thomas Harris, <laughs> who let that one sneak by?" <laughs> no one talks like that, Will. <laughs> Will. <laughs> 
buddy. Oh my God. But it's still, it's still, it's great. It all sure, comes together to be sure. great and super unique and super strange and interesting and compelling. And I, like I have sobbed at the end of both of almost all three seasons of that show. Sure. Those are three of the best season enders. I mm-hmm. think ever. It's one of the best. The final series. scene is incredible. I don't want to say it because spoilers, but like it is fucking incredible. It is so fucking good. It is so good. Yeah. And it could have, I think it really could have been much worse than it ended up being. So even though I feel like everything was against it as a show and like it, it wasn't gonna, it didn't make it like as far as it could have, it still, it had, it had so much going for it. The fact that two networks, the, the fact that two networks tried to recreate it and yeah. failed miserably, I yeah. think speaks volume. I agree. Like, you can't... Of like, this is such mm. a niche thing that's so loved by mm. a certain set of people, that, and you will never tap into that again. No. And that, that really does speak to something, too, because to piggyback on what you said, the fact that they did it right, too, the first time, mm. and then other people tried and attempted, and it was just garbo. Right. You know? I, like, to me, that that's uh, unfortunate when, when you look at retrospect and, like, you had all the right actors, the right mm. writers, it was lightning in a goddamn know. bottle, my dude. Yeah. yeah. Like Brian Fuller just... really brought together a team of, of weirdos that made her a crazy. Raul Esparza and Eddie Izzard are just Raul there. Raul Esparza and Eddie Izzard are in it, and I forget on the regular. Julian Anderson shows up. Julian <laughs> Anderson is the best character on the show. <laughs> National treasure. Like She is. She's 100%. That is the most beautiful and pre- precious woman I've ever seen in my life. I love her so She's pretty much. amazing. Um... Yeah, this show deserves a lot of accolades. I will just say, like, I think people should give it a shot. I really do think people should watch this show. Okay, but I'm watch the first three episodes. Yeah, that's because, like I said, I I actually really enjoyed it. I did find it disturbing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's not something you can binge unless you are going in with that mindset. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I I need to be. I am definitely of the type that needs to be in a certain mindset to watch certain shows. And I haven't been there yet, but I uh, I don't know. Just talking about like the artsy stuff. Like now that I have something to kind of look more for. Sure. talking with you guys about it i'm like i think i could go back and give her another go yeah Yeah. even if it's to make fun of how pretentious it is that you should yeah (laughs) like (laughs) because it is is (laughs) like like you with ipas yeah bitch yeah (laughs) and like to be very clear with the exception of prodigal son everything we have dragged today Mm -hmm. has been out of the utmost love like (laughs) i'm gonna make fun of hannibal's music and hannibal's lighting until the day i die i'm gonna make fun of all of maz mickelson's suits and ties and pocket squares and i'm gonna gonna make fun of the monologues that start with tell me will (laughs) are you drowning in the ocean i wonder if that's how you feel about society (laughs) (laughs) but like it's it's like i feel I feel like an overprotective like sibling or family member where I'm like, I'm allowed to dunk on it because oh, yeah. I know I love it. Because if somebody it. who hates Hannibal starts dunking on Hannibal, I will fucking fight them in a Denny's parking lot. Yeah, like, you just don't understand it. Yeah. If you're not into it, cool. I respect that. But if you make fun of it, fuck you. If you come at me you're and gonna say, catch hands, bitch. Yeah. If you come at me and say that's a bad show, I'll be like, that's actually. I know you're supposed to be allowed to have your opinion, but I actually think what I'm going to do is punch you right in the face. (laughs) I tell you you're wrong. Yeah. And then knock your ass out. Yeah. Okay. um, Who's hungry? (laughs) So I'm going to ask you though, what is your favorite, um, what is your favorite aspect of the show? Either part or aspect or like, like what is, what is the one thing about the show that you, you find the most probably captivating? 
I think for me, it is, it's Hugh and Mads performances together whenever they are in a scene together their chemistry their chemistry is like it's really good and the way they're written the way their um relationship evolves over the course of the show is like is really compelling all of the time i mean there's like there's a lot of like real cat and mouse aspects like Mm -hmm. hannibal has all the power at first and then will it it's like season one is all about Will trying to catch this killer who's mm-hmm. Hannibal. Mm-hmm. And Hannibal's like, I'm going to help you with my investigation. Yeah, Wah-da-da-da-da. meanwhile, Hannibal is literally his therapist. Yeah. He is, he's telling Hannibal all of like his like secrets and hardships. And this man, he's lying to him. And, and meanwhile, murdering people and, and forcing Will to investigate those murders. Um, Eating shit unbeknownst to him. Right. <laughs> but then, like, but then Will... Under, comes to understand the truth and then still has to find a way to survive when there is a guy who's kind of obsessed with him now at this point who is a terrible horrible murderer and also nobody believes well that that's that that's the truth that Hannibal is this killer that they're all looking for mm-hmm. no one believes him he has to like change almost everything about himself in order to survive that relationship and in the process of, of changing himself yeah in the process of changing himself he becomes like a lot closer to Hannibal in a way where it's like this hey, one's for the gay is this one gay though <laughs> and the answer is yes and I will hear nothing else <laughs> listen Brian Fuller said it so it's it's true it's yeah. canon Brian Fuller it's was canon. like yeah I don't it's care canon. I think yeah regardless of whether people see that their relationship that way I think it is one of the more compelling relationships of television okay they just they are always so cool to watch together okay it's yeah nice that's my favorite what about you cat i i am am like i i've been going on a david lynch kink kick kick just to like i love the art aspect of it Mm -hmm. like i i am a very simple person if you give me a couple of pretentious words and a slightly out of frame shot i'm like oh my god Um, who's the genius who made this yeah yeah (laughs) i I just i i love that there isn't a part of the show that hasn't been extremely well thought out Mm -hmm. um and also the fucking wardrobe on (laughs) hannibal and there's another character called freddie lounge that just looks Every every piece of wardrobe, even if it's Will's fucking dumbass fishing coat and his fucking flannel, like it's so the costuming is it fits Im- impeccable. It's so it's intentional and yeah, it fits everyone so well. Sure. Even when I think that they probably didn't have like the biggest budget, and you can tell in like very small ways, they still make it work for mm-hmm. every character. You understand every character a little better through what they wear. You can look at a character and be like, I know their mental state. Yeah. And it's it's never like well, I mean, Will spends a lot of the time like sweating and feverish with his hair all fucking everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's never it's never that obvious. You have to sort of look for it, but like just. The costuming and costuming in a contemporary sh- or in like a modern show can mm-hmm. be difficult sometimes because sure. you yeah. don't have big floofy bodices or anything. Yeah, to fall people back usually on. only notice the costuming of a show when it's like a period piece. Yeah. But oh, this, right. I think this show stands out in that way for mm-hmm. sure. Nice. You have Jack in just mundane, like he's what he's well dressed, but he's very much an average dude. But like combined with like a, a blazer or like just a certain tie to give him a bit of 
power, mm -hmm. you know exactly what that dude's about. You get Hannibal's three-piece bespoke suits, and you know exactly the kind of dude. You he understand is. that with his wardrobe, he he himself has chosen to look that way because it, as a put, like Hannibal's a different kind of killer because instead of wanting to be normal and blend in, he has decided to be exceptional. Oh yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. And that bust out the plaid sacks. Exactly. <laughs> so he is always just to the nines. Like you think he probably goes like to bed dressed like that. Like he looks so fucking good all the time, but also weird. Yeah. Weird, but good. <laughs> it's yeah. It's okay. a, yeah. I nice. agree. That's a great aspect of it. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else you guys had to add before we move on? Watch Hannibal. Please fucking watch, watch Hannibal. Please fucking watch Hannibal. Please watch Hannibal. Just All give right. it a try. Okay. <laughs> if, well, if you, if you, th three episodes, if you don't like it after the third episode, and th I'm not saying that because there's a cliffhanger or anything in the third episode. I'm saying that because that's enough that's, to get the gist of the that's show. That's a yeah. threshold. You know? That's yeah. a good threshold. Yeah. I also, like... I think Hannibal taught me to like share the things you like with people uh, because you never know like you might I ended up making like a lot of good friends like Bobby mm -hmm. and I bonded over that show Jake and I like brought Bobby into that and we all bonded over it and then we bonded with you and Emily yeah. Kat, and then and then we also when we we had already met Lincoln and we're doing live stuff with him but one day he showed up wearing like a Hannibal t-shirt and we were like Bro. Oh my god. Is that a fucking Is clock? that a literal Hannibal t-shirt right now? He's like, yeah, this show fucks. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is my new friend Lincoln. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, and like and I think that's that's another part of the charm, just just personally taking taking like the art and the context of Hannibal out. It's just this show that has snuck up on me and almost every every aspect of how happy I am now <laughs> is literally because of the show because a big part of why yeah. I'm really cool with where I'm at is the people around me. Oh, yeah. sure. And a lot of that is from fucking Hannibal. Literally due to this show's yeah. existence. Yeah. I was so go I was so fucking worried, Taylor, you were going to suck. Or like <laughs> Me too, either you were going to suck or like we just weren't going to jive or like you you were like a different type of like fan yeah. than I and and we just like I was like, "Oh man, that guy's like jumping down the stairs or whatever during the soundtrack." And you were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "This bitch gets it." <laughs> it is definitely a show like that. I think you should share the things you like with people. And if 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 you sh if you share something like Hannibal that is so fucking weird and, and someone, personal, yeah, and personal, and, but someone sees it the same way as you, like that can really like that can really bring you together. That can really yeah. like make a friendship. Uh, so I think that that's important and people should do that. And Hannibal well, taught us that. I am fucking glad that you guys have come together over eating people. Yeah. yeah. Eat the eat the root. <laughs> eat the fucking root. Eat the root. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna put an asterisk on that. <laughs> no, we're not. No, no. Okay. Bing bong bong. That's that's me falling down the stairs. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this has been wild. Um, I'm actually really glad that I got I. I I don't know. I didn't get to speak much. This I know. Episode. I'm so sorry. sorry. No, <laughs> just went no, but that's great. That's great. Like it was kind of, it was just kind of a weird new experience for me to actually just watch like two of my very good friends, just like totally fandom over it. It was fucking great. I really like Hannibal. <laughs> no. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. I could not tell because of all the passion that was just happening across the table. Um, so, okay. Anyway, but as all shows, as, as we go, uh, the more, you know, Ooh. uh, tasty good. Uh huh. What is something in the last, uh, however long, 
uh, last week, month, year mm. uh, that you have come across, whether it be movie, TV show, book, video game, what have you, uh, mm. that you feel like uh, somebody listening to this podcast might really enjoy? Uh, I just started watching. I haven't gotten through all of it. I, maybe I'm like halfway through the season, but I started watching Why the Last Man. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I that's a. It's like based on a comic, and um, I think it's streaming. Uh, it's streaming on Hulu. Okay. Um, and it's it's like something horrible happens, and everyone with a Y chromosome dies, like a really bloody, like horrible death, all at once. What the fuck? In, even animals, like they don't really understand it. So it's it's. It's like, here's the dystopian sort of future. It's really like the immediate aftermath of the apocalypse where over half the population is dead. And what do all of these, not entirely women, but a lot of women now have to like figure out, like one of them becomes the president because they're like ninth in line. But Oh, they battle Star Galactica that? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, everybody ahead of them was a man. So she's now the president when she was just like a congresswoman. (laughs) She's like speaker of the house. So, um... Yeah, so it's it's really interesting. It also delves into like what it's like to be a trans man in this situation because you're walking around looking like one of the only men ever, but you are a trans person, and that's like kind of becoming dangerous. People don't understand why you're here. There's mm-hmm. no there's like shortages of testosterone. That's a thing that's happening. And then oh, like yeah, and then the main the main one of the main characters is like the last actual like oh. Y chromosome having he's Y man that's his yeah. name his name is Yorick which is great that, yeah and I was he goes joking by, but that's awesome yeah. <laughs> it goes by Y so he he is actually like the the new president's son which is super suspicious um so he's you know they're trying to figure out what's going on how can they use his DNA to help this situation sure. how can they keep him alive how can they keep him under wraps because it's very suspicious that the president's son is the only man who survived when all the all these other people died. It's right. really, really compelling and interesting. interesting. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Kat, what about you, kid? Uh, I've been playing a lot of the game Disco Elysium, uh, which... I have heard awesome things about that. It's fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an RPG, and you're just this, this detective in this fictional city and this fictional earth, uh, and you wake up with amnesia, and you don't remember what happened or whatever, and you have to try and solve this murder. But the thing is, all of your skills, like perception mm-hmm. and like drama and uh, like reactions and stuff, are all voices in your head. Oh, jeez. And if you if you spend points in them, you will get better at them. But the voices will get worse, and they'll start like suggesting things to you and stuff. Oh, it wow. is it is an incredibly weird good game nice um it's very open-ended i'm gonna wind up after i beat it i know i'm gonna go back and play it as a completely different character oh sure there's so much options in the dialogue and shit cool is that on uh playstation or Uh, it's on playstation you can get it on steam i think it's coming to switch soon okay Um, i it's very very fucking cool i think you guys would like it taylor this is a game you would be able to play easy easy Very nice. Sick. Very nice. What I, about you, Bubs? I, yeah. I'm I, so sorry that we just talked over you. Uh, no, it's fine. You're good. <laughs> We're friends. We're, We're fun. all friends here. We're Listen, having a good time. You put time. Mads Mikkelsen in the subject, and I'm going to go ape shit. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. And I love it. Um, I just finished uh, a Star Wars book called Ooh. Dr. Aphra. Ooh. Um, 
I thought it was I thought it was good. It was fun. It, it, it's a very fun book. It's a very fun book. It's a very quick read. Sure. Um, which is great. Um, it's I, I just like it because it's it's a completely different. For me, it was a completely different attitude as, as being a huge Star Wars fan and reading several, several Star Wars books. Uh, it was it was a very much a different take and a different feel. What I didn't like about it was, um, I don't know, the how like this one woman was able to kind of foil Dr. V- or Dr. Vader. Darth, <laughs> My Darth name Vader. is Dr. Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Star War. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to shoot lightning and get a PhD. <laughs> See, no, no, this is good. I remember now why I didn't talk during this whole thing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> nope, nope. You're on. You're you're good. You're good. You're on point. I'm not. That's why. Um, <laughs> Bugs are always on point in my heart. Every oh, time. Thank you. Yeah, it's thank true. you. <laughs> no, I just I, I didn't like how she was able to foil Darth Vader and even more so Emperor Palpatine, like to a degree. And I was like, oh. that seems kind of dumb because seeing as how they're like the two most powerful Force users. Anyway, that's yeah. me being like ultra Star Wars nerdy. Like, no, I, I feel like Darth Vader gets wharfed sometimes. It, a yeah. little bit, a little bit, yeah. you know, um, and, and uh, same with Luke in some novels. But regardless, if you're looking for a quick read, that's that's just fun and it's entertaining and it's and it's a different, like I said, a different take. Uh, Dr. Afro's was pretty good. It was pretty good. Awesome. I enjoyed it. How nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, guys, hey, I have uh, something because I actually had to look it up because I'm like, what, bef- wait, right when we started this podcast, I'm like, fuck, what number is this? Oh, yeah. Oh, please I couldn't. E- I couldn't even. I what? couldn't even. It's fucking number 25. <gasps> hey. Guys, bring it in here. Oh, yeah. Ep 25. Ep 25. Come on. This table is so wide. Ep 25 on three. One, two, three. Ep 25. Oh, dang. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you, Taylor, for being here and doing this. Yeah, this is great. This is super fun. And as always, Katya, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. It's been real, dog. You should play this out, Taylor. Do you want to try to do the Hannibal theme song? Oh, fucking please. I'm going to oh, sit back. We'll do it sure. together. We'll do yeah. it together. Here's, the, here's what the Hannibal theme song sounds like. Ready? One, two, three. One. <laughs>